0: We don't have a Christmas tree yet.
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: We keep thinking tonight we'll get our Christmas and then it doesn't happen. Yeah. (laughs) It's been one of those weeks.
1: You're running out of time. You're running out of time. I know, and
0: we're running out of trees here <laughs> yeah, too. <laughs> that's
1: exactly the other part of it. I'm sure you're going to get a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. I know <laughs>
0: it's going to be very sad, <laughs> but you know, the last time we had a, a tree, I I helped put it in, and I got up underneath it to tighten everything up, and and I I got into bed shortly thereafter, and there was a big old spider in my hair. Oh my goodness. <laughs> biggest spider i swear is this massive spider and and i did this like ninja move where i reached up into my hair in the pitch black i couldn't see anything i was just feeling it It reached up grabbed it by the body and threw it across the rail (laughs) (laughs) and i managed to kill it in that one just done all right
1: mr miyagi Nice job.
0: Yeah. Well, I definitely Mr. Miyagi'd that stuff, let me tell you. And I was just, it's amazing what happens when you have clear focus and a desperate need.
1: And a freaking killer spider in your face.
0: It's like, I'm, I'm like, yes, grandmother spider is my totem and she will understand when one spider invades another spider's territory, they die. One of them dies. <laughs> So yeah, that will not be a problem with grandmother spider. And so I've got just a little bit of post-Christmas tree trauma from that. Yeah,
1: I can <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> well, you know, your your attacking the spider is somewhat fitting into what we're gonna be talking about today.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's a lot about what we're talking about today that that really applies to me or applied to me at one point. We're gonna be talking about warrior women today.
1: All right. So I'm I'm picturing Wonder Woman, you know, the golden lasso, the <laughs> Amazon yeah. woman thing. Is that yeah. is that what we're talking about?
0: Yeah, kind of, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Lacking the superhero part. We we wanna be superheroes, yeah. but you know, mostly we're just trying to save ourselves, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well then how does that fit? What does that mean with the warrior woman?
0: If you've listened to a lot of the episodes, then you've probably heard the Damsel in Distress and the Knight in Shining Armor, right? The Warrior Woman is is a version of the Knight in Shining Armor. Okay. She's very distinct about things. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, she knows how she wants it. She has a plan and a backup plan and a backup plan for her backup plan because this stuff must be controlled, right? Okay. And she is usually like superhuman in her efforts, right? So she attacks life the way that she attacks anything that gets in her way. That generally means that, uh, she does very well for herself. Mm -hmm. Um, oftentimes she'll do extraordinarily well, uh, financially financially. Although it depends on what direction she puts that fight into. Sometimes if she puts the fight into the, I must correct the, the, the woes of the world, then, then you'll find her in nonprofits and uh, in activist categories and things like that too. That's a little bit more invested in the victim energy. She summits obstacles. She doesn't invest in them. There's a way in which, The knight in shining armor dynamic can often waver back into the damsel. And that often happens when you hit an obstacle, right? Okay. If you hit the obstacle and you invest in the obstacle rather than the goal, then you collapse into the damsel, right? Because then Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I can't get there. Nobody loves me. I have no support. Ah, ah."
1: You're focused on the can't.
0: Yes. You're focused. Exactly. You're focused on the can't. And so the warrior woman doesn't do that though. She's, she, her self-definition is nothing's going to stop me. Uh Right. Right. Ain't nothing gonna break my stride, nobody gonna slow me down. Oh no, I got to keep on moving. And that was your trip back to the 80s, you're welcome. Yes. <laughs> and so but that's her theme song, right? Only, you know, it's it's combined with a little don 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 cause you don't want to get in her way. <laughs> and or she'll plow you over. She is a mountain summiter you know Mm -hmm. a a mountain of crap that's in front of her a mountain of obstacles that that get in her way a mountain of people saying no to her oh hell no i'm Mm -hmm. going to find my yes right that's the warrior woman okay and you know she's near and dear to my heart because i have been the warrior woman Mm -hmm. hence the reason i took the last name sparta right (laughs) I was really entrenched in my warrior woman when I talked that, took that last name. And so I want to talk about that because oftentimes you look at the warrior woman and she looks in the mirror and she sees, mm, you know, I'm a force to be reckoned with. Oftentimes they're referred to as a force of nature, right? Yeah. And there's a pride that gets taken in that. The challenge with the warrior woman is that it's lonely.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's
0: start there. It's lonely because the warrior sees any admission of vulnerability as being weakness. Mm. And so nobody gets let in. Okay. Or if they do, it's like one person in her whole freaking life. And it usually only happens when she's got nothing left to give. When she's just on the ground and she's got no choice but to reach out. You know, up until that moment, she's like, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> was, I'm good. Here's my shield. Look at that. Right. Right. Um, And the challenge is that warrior women tend to surround themselves with other warrior women.
1: So a lot of loners.
0: Well, not so much loners, because, you know, there's camaraderie in the in the warriors on the battlefield sort okay. of thing. Right. Yep. But. The the problem isn't that they surround themselves with other warrior women. It, the problem is that what the warriors' definition of love is, okay, and how they support one another. And the definition of warrior love is, oh. Oh, wait, I see you're dropping your guard. Here, I'm going to poke that spot that you're letting uh, be seen yes. really hard so that you pull your guard back up so that you're safe. Here, here, did you know that this spot is is, is sensitive? Did you know that it's exposed? Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? Poke, 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 poke. It's toughen it up. Toughen yeah. it up. That's warrior love.
1: We talked about that with the knight in shining armor as well. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, you know, that is one of the biggest problems is that when when she has no choice but to ask for help, mm-hmm. the the warrior response is often Buck up, little camper. Let's make it happen. My job is to make you feel better and to, you know, to to get you up off the ground. You know, that's the warrior response, right? Rub
1: some dirt on it and keep moving.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And that's usually not what you need when you get to that point. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And so, you know, that's a challenge. And then you add to it that there is this uh, tendency to be superhuman right it's to be you know Xena warrior princess or wonder woman or you know I'm I'm going back to the 80s a lot today. yeah yeah you're back uh, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah <laughs> And, but there's this tendency to to be superhuman, to get more done in a day than most people get done in a week, right? Yeah. And and to do it better, faster, and more bionic. Mm-hmm. Now that's the '70s. There yeah. you go. Well, Welcome.
1: <laughs> I was going to say you're going to bring home the bacon and fry it up in a pan. You're about-
0: I am. <laughs> Pump back <laughs> and a little bit further. let you forget your romance. <laughs> yes, we're singing today. Yeah. It's a singing day. Uh, but you know, here's the thing: is that there's this tendency to over achieve. Okay. And that tendency to overachieve makes combined with the perfectionism that is a function of this as well tends to make you a little unattainable. Oh. And so what you end up with are um, for, for dating purposes, what you end up with are the guys who want to worship you. Or, you know, the women, if that's your direction, um, who want to worship you and who often want to be told what to do. Yeah. Right. Which, of course, the warrior does not respect <laughs> the warrior, just kicks him in the face and says, you are not worthy of me. Right. <laughs> and and then but the problem is, is that those are the people who are likely to be kind and loving to you. Right. <laughs> but I remember when I was the warrior, I actually remember the one of my criteria for choosing a partner was that he would have to be able to put me in my place and, and tell me to sit down and shut up when I was being a bitch. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because I knew that I could be a bitch and I was a holy rolling bitch. You know, Mm -hmm. I was just, once I got on a roll, just everybody get out of the way. Right. Mm -hmm. I knew that about myself and I wasn't in a position to be able to change it. And so I was delegating that to my partner. Okay. Okay, and and you know that gives you that puts you in a position where you end up with people who either are it could be abusive, although I didn't end up with that. There's something off in the energetic dynamic of a relationship if. Part of your criteria is that you want somebody to thump you on the forehead and sit your ass down.
1: Well, and there's a difference there. There's a really important difference there between the need to hold dominance over somebody with the sit down and shut up. You're being a bitch to the respect of partnership where you could say, look, you're not acting properly. You're being kind of a bitch. You better recognize. And that's that's a very important difference in relationship.
0: Thankfully for me, I got a little bit more of the latter than the former, <laughs> yep. but it could have gone the other way, right? Yep. <laughs> um, and and then there's, you know, the tendency to want to dominate in the bedroom right. and the tendency to, you know, the, the women, you know, the warrior women want to dominate in the bedroom because it when you can be dominant, you can be in control. And when you're in control, you don't have to be vulnerable or intimate. mm mm-hmm. And so that, that's where that comes from as well. Yeah. And, you know, this would apply to warrior men as well, just for the record. Okay. But I'm doing it as warrior women because that's the archetype that you see most often. Yep. Okay. And so you've got this tendency to be superhuman. You have this tendency to be a lot. Um, which then fosters a story of too big, too much. And this sense of of feeling like, oh, well, I'm when I'm being perfect, I'm still too m- big and too much. And so I just can't ever get it right. So I'm never good enough, no matter what I do. Right. right? All of that. The thing that nobody thinks about is that when you have set yourself up on this pedestal, where you are delivering well above and beyond what anybody else does and killing yourself to do it, by the way, and you have set an expectation that you do it consistently, then God forbid you make a mistake. Everybody's all up in your grill about it. Yeah. Right. And you're like, I made one freaking mistake. You people make 50 mistakes a week. I made one this month. Right, And you're up in my grill about it? Why don't you give the person down the hall who has made the last 15 mistakes this kind of treatment, right? And then you feel it's unfair. But the problem is that you trained them yeah. to never expect a mistake from you. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't realize that you're the one who set this up. Everybody else, it's okay for them to be imperfect, Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's OK because they're claiming to be human, not superhuman. Right. And we think and this is the biggest fallacy of all. We think that if we are powerful and strong and we get it all right all the time and we're perfect and we're delivering everything at a super high level of standard that people are going to love us. And the exact opposite is true. Right. Because we make ourselves unreachable. We make ourselves separate than, and in the effort to be perfect and the effort to do too much, we, we decide that we are superior. (laughs) (laughs) We do. We do. We just look at it and go, "Mm, I'm just better than everybody else. And everybody else is pissing me off because they're not good enough. And, And that makes it hard to find a partner too, because then it's how am I going to find somebody who can keep up? That was my, that was my story for years. So how am I going to find somebody who can keep up with me? Right. right? And, you know, that's a big story to have to get over to find a partner. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, there's, there's this whole dynamic that's created out of the identity that the warrior woman holds, and you know it's all created out of a sense of needing to control and create her own safety.
1: Okay, now we've talked about the warrior woman and we've presented her as this powerful force, force mm-hmm. of nature. Yep, but there's also a lot of drawbacks because of the the loneliness, the um, the level of expectation that you set for yourself is it good to be a warrior woman is it bad to be a, what what is the the message that we want to we want to deliver with this
0: well as with everything in life there are upsides and downsides to everything mm-hmm. right and i would say speaking as the warrior woman who took it to the spiritual warrior space yeah. right which is really the the end goal if you're if you're standing in that place of warrior woman there's a the evolution from the physical warrior space into the spiritual warrior space is makes all the difference. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And the spiritual warrior, I mean, the, the physical warrior is like, I will go into battle. And if I come home with scars or if I die on the battlefield, it was worth it because I engaged the battle. Right. And they're willing to go into battle to, to take on physical scars. right? Right. A spiritual warrior is willing to go into battle with themselves. Oh. Right? They're willing to to go in and deal with their inner demons. And it's not really a battle, per se, because it's it's different. Yeah. But um, they're not looking to go to the outside world with the things they're they're going within And when, when there is, uh, I, I refer to them as the spiritual firefighters, right? It's like when everybody goes running out of the burning building, you go running in. That's the evolution, right? Is to get yourself to the point where your, your act of courage is to allow yourself to be seen, to be transparent, to allow yourself to, yes, be a little vulnerable sometimes, right? Okay. Uh, And to allow other people in, right? And to allow yourself to be taken care of. Because when you are incredibly independent and competent, you often don't get taken care of, because you don't need anybody. And it's like, well, okay, but then you also don't make any space for someone to be in your life who wants to care for you and love you. And so there's no receiving there. Yeah. And so that's part of the work as well, is to learn how to receive and accept, help and love, support.
1: So like everything else in life, it's important to find a balance. Being a warrior woman is is a great trait to have from a strength, from a drive, from a, a personal power perspective. Yeah. But... It's important to be able to find that balance and shift it off when it's time to shift it off and allow yourself yeah. to be vulnerable at times.
0: Yeah. Well, and and it's not just a balance of, you know, giving and receiving. It's also a balance of sort of masculine and feminine energies. Yeah. And again, we're not going into genders. We're talking about the energy. traditional energies, yep. masculine being directive and outwardly focused and, and movement oriented and the feminine being uh, a more receiving and still an open vessel. Yep. And when a warrior woman, because warriors very much in the masculine, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Whoa, must go ba- bash thing overhead, drag home. Right. It's a, that, that caveman sort of approach to life. And then, you know, the, the the cave woman would have been back in the, in the cave going, hey, I've got this lovely fire and you brought me some food and that would be lovely and I will cook it and we can eat it together and wouldn't that be lovely, right? And when a warrior woman learns to balance the masculine with feminine, then the force of nature that was too big too much before becomes this blossoming flower of beauty that is so magnetic and so attractive that it's never too big or too much. It's, it's just this powerfully magnetic space that people go, Ooh, I want to be in that space. Oh well, yeah, that would be nice. Right. Yeah. And it's because they've, they have brought their heart into the process. Okay. Right. And so, um, you know, there's this way to evolve the beingness. And it's not the doingness. I want to be really clear because my warrior women, we love to do, right? (laughs) (laughs) We're doers. What do I do? How do I do it? Where am I going? What am I doing, right? And it's not a space of that. It's a space of beingness. It's It's a how you identify yourself, what you take pride in. You know, I, the pride goeth before a fall thing, man, <laughs> <laughs> um, we, warrior women's were like, mm, I'm tough. Nobody can get at me. Ah, yeah. I'm the biggest bad in the room. You know, it's that, that piece. And when you can balance that with being a loving, open, receiving person. Mm-hmm. That's where the evolution takes place, right? And that's where you really step into your power. You yeah. know, there's this this perception in the warrior woman that the power is in my my ability to power through and to roll over steamroller people if I have to, right? Right. But that's not actual power because the moment you come up against an immovable object, the power that you were wielding outside of you is hosed right right you know and then you're just panicked because you don't know what to do and you need to feel powerful if you never want to feel that way again well this is the path to take to find that path of 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 receiving and and openness and compassion and love
1: yeah it's not strictly vulnerability in the sense of of being able to allow yourself to be exposed but it's that journey into being able to stand in your power even when you are not the most powerful thing in the moment and it's it's being able to still uh, hold that power and hold that space that is you without being rolled over yourself
0: yeah and without needing to roll anyone else over or be rolled over right Right. to to stand in a space and be like yeah everybody's in their power isn't that awesome Right. right exactly yeah, there's no competition. There's no jockeying for position. There's no worrying that somebody's upset with you because that's at the underpinning of everything there too. It's mm-hmm. like, ah, right? Um, and so, yeah, it's it's about stepping into a place of luscious living, mm-hmm. basically.
1: Luscious living. I love that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's a it's where you get to just be who you are and be okay with that and where you can engage with things because they interest you. Right. And you can say yes to the things that make you go yum and no to the things that make you go yuck. Right. Yep. It's a it's a yummy, luscious existence.
1: Hmm. There's a very defined journey there. There's you start mm-hmm. out, you know, needing to to show your own personal strength your not necessarily physical strength but your your emotional power uh energetic power and then you you reach a point of of sort of harmony with that power and the power of those things around you and that's where you start to move into that luscious living state which yeah. is still a warrior woman right it's not like Absolutely. you move out of warrior woman mode you just you just develop it it. evolve it yeah okay
0: yeah yeah because when you've gotten all of the things that were in the way and you've moved them out of the way well now you're no longer being you know you're no longer stuck with your feet to the being sucked into the mud beneath you and you're not having to scale the the obstacles instead you've got wings and you just fly right yeah,
1: there's a good lessons there. Very good lessons, and it's like you said. It we do align that more with a warrior woman being a female mm-hmm. in the sense that it's been difficult for women to hold that role for so long in our our male dominated society. So it's it's a it's been that way. But there are uh, men who also could learn something from that positioning of their their own personal power who have been. Uh, Marginalized, and for whatever reason,
0: yeah. And it's not even about the marginalization; it's about the attitude, right? It's about the perspective, right? So, if you are a "come hell or high water" person, mm-hmm. right? If if you're going to get there, come hell or high water, right? And and nothing's going to get in your way, then you're probably a warrior,
1: okay? Right? Yep.
0: That's really what it comes down to. If 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 you don't let things stop you then you've got that warrior attitude and all of this applies to you likely. Cool. Okay. So when you clear things out, now you still have that come hell or high water perspective, right? Yeah. And you're just going to get there and you're just, one of the things that the warrior is so good at is building the muscles of courage. Okay. Right. And that's why they do so well in the personal growth field and the transformation field in particular, because they have courage. They have built it through action after action after action. That was scary and doesn't mean they don't have fear. Right. right? (laughs) You can't have courage if you don't have fear. Right. So there's always fear, Yeah. but they're, they're used to looking at the fear going, "Uh uh-huh. You can go sit over there. I'm still going. Right. And, That's the piece that makes them do so well in this work.
1: All right, cool. As I said, this is, I think, really important lesson for all of us to pick up. There's some stuff that you offer that would be helpful to sort of walk through this journey, right? Some programs and things? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, The primary programs that I run Mm -hmm. are specifically focused on helping these warriors move into this more luscious experience, right? And so... Uh, the beginning of the program is Inner Peace 101, and it's a four month program. It walks you through how to n- reduce the fear and the anxiety and the worry and the dread and the self doubt and the, the uh, inner and outer judgments, right. as well as developing that sense of uh, inner support. For yourself. And if you need the work on building courage, it does that too. That is the first four month program. And that is the starting point for everything that I do with people, because that gets you to the place of emotional safety. And until you're in the place of emotional safety, you really can't do a lot of transformational work. So we, we start with that with everybody for that reason. And then we move into the work on owning your power and claiming your space and setting your boundaries and uh, internalizing your sense of values so that you don't have to do so much and be so perfect right yep. and and learning to love yourself and so and that's the mastering spiritual evolution program that we've talked about before as well so inner peace 101 is open for enrollment now if that if you're finding that you are a warrior person uh and you recognize these traits and you want that yummy, luscious life, then you know, reach out to me on my website. You can poke me on Facebook. You can come into the Spirit Sherpa by Kelly Sparta Facebook group and and I'm happy to talk to you in there. Uh, You know, basically find me. I'm not hard to find.
1: (laughs) You are everywhere.
0: (laughs) I am everywhere. I am ubiquitous. So find me and we can set up a time to talk.
1: Fantastic. Well, this has been great as usual. More good stuff. And we're coming to the end of the year. So there's not a lot of episodes left in 2020.
0: I know. Yeah. I know. And you guys are lucky because we don't take breaks for seasons and stuff. I just found out other podcasts do seasons. I'm like, well, they that do. was an option?
1: They do. <laughs> and, you know, I've, I've actually seen that in, in past shows that I've done that people take breaks and I just find you got to power through. Let us say goodbye for today, unless you have any Kellyisms you want to share with the folks.
0: Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, the Christmas spirit is a real morphic field. And tapping into it, whether it's your holiday or not, can bring you a really lovely jolt of love. So tap into it.
1: Love those morphic fields all right folks that is all that we have for this week but be sure to join us next time as kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy magic and the spirit world i'm joey c here with kelly sparta and you have been listening to spirit sherpa so long everyone
0: each mile over 13 now i'll leave behind
1: Home and
0: my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great? And that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.